Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... Yeah. 
that being pushed to the ground is enough to determine that you have to pull your weapon out and shoot another person. And so I'm, I'm talking today because I have not seen a more, I guess, more awful law than the one I saw today. But when you push somebody down, you start an altercation with somebody or with somebody's wife or somebody's girlfriend, and their husband intervenes and pushes you to the ground, then you have the right to pull your weapon out and shoot the person who pushed you to the ground. I don't know if a push should ever be suggested to be a violent offense, you should have the right to shoot somebody. Now, had somebody just started wailing on you and throwing punches and haymakers to the point that you hit the ground, we'd be having a different conversation. But to just walk up to you because you are having an altercation with somebody's wife and you get shoved to the ground, should not give you the right to take your weapon out and fire it into somebody's chest. So I'm going to go to you, D. I know, D, we've been having this conversation about how ugly this stand-your-ground law is and how it gives people the right to murder people. And we have just seen what I consider, I don't care what anybody else says, it is a broad daylight murder where somebody carries a weapon in their pocket and looks to challenge everybody. See, that man knew he had that gun in his pocket, and he thought he had the right to chastise this young lady in this vehicle and wasn't afraid because he had a weapon in his pocket. So now because he has his weapon, he's willing to challenge anybody and wants everybody uh, he want anybody to do something to him so he can pull this weapon out and shoot somebody. I'm sorry, Jane. Are you there? Go ahead, D. Okay. Did uh, you get yeah, a chance I mean, to see the uh, video? No, man, but your description your description is valid. And it got me in, a, in an angry, teary state because uh, this uh, – all of this is intentional. All of this is intentional. It it, it, it comes from the top. Uh, you know these. Uh, you're right. They 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 have weapons on them. You know they they got the fancy holsters. Uh, they they don't have any priors for the most part. That's why they can get they can get these weapons at the drop of a hat. All right. But the the they're irresponsible in the, in the first place to. To think that this weapon is supposed to give them a, a, a alternate attitude, but it's, I, uh, you know, the reason I'm angry is because it, it comes from the top. It comes all the way up, and and see, when we talk about this, I have to really take my time because this makes me this makes me hyperventilate. You know, when Donald Trump says uh, in his rally, uh, "Kick his ass, and I will pay your legal fees," or when he goes to the uh, police unions in, in New York 
and 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 tell the policeman it's all right to rough them up a little bit, rough them up. You know, we're talking about a, a bunch of hicks who have no class at all. They've never been anywhere. So this this added, this this weapon on on their hip gives them a the added it gives them the confidence that they never ever ever had. Because they've always been afraid of the black man. Because the black man, excuse me, ladies, excuse me now, the black man has always been more well endowed than he had. So he never had the up on the black man, but now he got the up on the black man, and they're not. And, and so they they're going all out with it. So actually, it's an all-out war in that respect. Now. But the war is one-sided, you see, because most of the black men, men that's being targeted either have some priors in, in some respect. And remember now, also, the laws of this land is meant to protect them against who? Against us. So the black man has some priors, even minor misdemeanors, but that will hinder him from um, obtaining a firearm on a readily fashion. Now, he, he can get it, but the black man actually don't think he needs a firearm like that. But he just don't understand that now, if you don't see the weapon, he still got the weapon. They got holsters now that slide down your leg, all right? And you pull this strap, and that and the gun and the holster will come up in the instant. And with a little practice, you can draw just as good as they did in the Wild West. And see, that's the thing. About, that's, the, uh, that's the last thing, ladies. I'm sorry to take up so much time. They have this love affair of the West, and so and these firearms and these laws have done just that. And you know, and, and starting with Trayvon Martin, I'm telling you now, it started with Trayvon Martin. You know, when that man got in out of his car and started that conversation. Now, now Trayvon Martin at the time wasn't doing nothing. You know, we we know he had a little history. But he wasn't doing that. But I tell you, if that man walked up to him and spit in his face, that was another man trade on Martin jump on him. And then that man know he had that gun. That's why he shot and killed. Thank you. I just want to go through this whole entire thing so you you all understand the situation that Florida has put itself. And we may need to Boycott Florida, but you know it's not going to happen because there's so many people love coming here. But let me just set the scenario up for you: a black man and his girlfriend, the law, by driving into a handicapped parking space at a convenience store similar to 7-Eleven. The black man exits the vehicle with his five-year-old child and goes into the store, at which point a white man walks up to the black female and starts verbally abusing her related to her parking in a handicapped spot. Now, in reality, that ain't his job. That's the police job to to uh, reprimand her and do this because he got a gun in his pocket. The black man notices that he is uh, accosting his girlfriend, and he goes out and he pushes them to the ground, pushing a person 
who's all up in your space is a normal situation. I can see myself pushing somebody who got up in my girlfriend's face. I'm not going to allow anybody just to get up in her face without me trying to do something. So he gets up into the girl's face, hollering at her about parking in the wrong space, pushes him to the ground, and at the point he takes out the weapon, the black man retreats. He starts moving backwards, and he shoots the man in the chest. The man retreats and goes into the store and dies inside the store. The chief of police comes and says, hey, this is Daniel Brown law. He shoved the man down viciously. So, you know, all of us have an interpretation of what viciously is. And if I push you to the ground and I step back and I'm away from you, I am no longer a threat at that very moment. And I surely am not a threat once you pull your weapon out. But this police chief said that he was in his right to fire that weapon into that man's chest for getting pushed to the ground. So Andre, I mean, uh, Cassie, now Andre just left, but hopefully she'll come back. Now we have people in Florida being shot because they, they're involved in a shoving match. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Oh, wow, that's um, that's Were you sad. able to see the video? I was not able to see the video, but just listening to what you said is um, is really sad. Now I know here we have parking spaces for moms with babies, so I mean, even if it's not a handicap, you you're still able to park in in that parking stall. Um, it's it's time to write some letters or do some protesting or something because that needs to be heard about. Um, I haven't heard it on the internet or on the TV or anything, but just now hearing it from you and that's 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 man, that's um that's just tragic. That's tragic, and the police chief needs to resign. So we need to start writing some letters to some people. And and somebody needs to recognize, uh, Cassie, pushing somebody is a you know you push somebody if they get up in your space. So here this man was approaching this black female's door. She was able to get out of her car, but the man was still being extremely aggressive. The black man comes out of the store, seeing him aggressively talking to his girlfriend then pushes him, that's a normal behavior. Uh, so now you're saying that a person can execute somebody for just being pushed. And that is just, uh, you know, and that's where we've gotten to with this stand your ground law. If you do anything to me that makes me feel threatened, then I can pull out my weapon and shoot you. Yeah, James, that's that's really sad. I mean, you're right. When stuff like that happens, the first thing that someone does is to push the person back. So for him to pull his gun out is um, and shoot the man, and, and you said in the chest, I mean, because I think about these shootings, I'm like, they could shoot 
if if you really want to shoot somebody just to 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 shut them up or sit them down, why not shoot them in the leg or in the arm? Why you got to shoot them in a place where you know it's instant death? So that's that's really bad. That's bad. And D, we find ourselves like you said. You, I know you've been. Um, you brought this to the forefront before that this Daniel Brown law is just just another way for uh, white people to be allowed to kill African-Americans. Because I can tell you a black man in a similar situation uh, would have gone to jail. And you and I both know that. Well, and it's very true now. What you have here now, though, is a is a blatant uh, action, a blatant act of uh, aggression, though. See, you know, when you see them, uh, their posture and their demeanor is aggressive. You can be getting out of your car uh, and walking across the walkway to the Walmart, and they're in their car, and they're coming at you with their vehicle aggressively. Uh, you either going to get out of the way or we're going we gonna to we gonna take it to the to the to the to the sidewalk, and I got this gun. And you and sometimes you don't know, it. but they're aggressive now. And this aggression now is not, is nothing less than uh, persecution. That's right. So the game has really been stepped up, Miss Kathy. The game has really been stepped up. They're trying to push this, this envelope to the very end where these people don't have no uh, godly morals because if they had it, then this this new ideology excused them from having to abide by any godly morals. This Daniel Ground Law, uh, they got weapons out the yin-yang. And I'm not just talking about a handgun. They got they got um, these uh, bump stocks and all kind of stuff that is a tear of watermelon to shreds. But that target practice, you see, now about this has been a strong theory of mine, but you know they're proving me to be right. Target practice gets gets to be pretty daggone boring. You know, sitting out in the woods shooting at nothing, and there ain't nothing giving you a reason to shoot at it. That gets pretty boring. It takes Nate to come on here and tell you about how a person is supposed to act when you got a firearm. You know, the military got more sense than than law enforcement. I hear the street with you. Let Nate tell it. The way Nate, Nate explains the protocol and, and and the way things are supposed to be done when you when you own or when you are about to uh uh unleash your firearm. But uh, but from from where I'm standing, man, it is all out genocide. If you want to go there, um, I mean, I am I'm really at a loss. I really at a loss, and you know, and it's 2018, and like you say, we thought that we would never turn the corner like we once did in 1955. But with this with this law protecting them, it's a little bit worse. Uh, Joyce, were you able to see the video? 
No, I wasn't able to to pick up on the video. Um, um, uh, but I know exactly what you guys are talking about, and you're right. You're right, Dee. It, it's just uh, a license to kill now, and uh, uh, humans are the bait, and that's that's the type of world that we're living in. I did uh, pick my email, open up email from Root. I don't know whether or not you guys get that. That's a black news uh, email source, and it indicated whether it's this white man got shot for trying to take up for a black man in, in a bar who, who was being called racial slur. And um, that it, now it's just crazy um, uh, that how they're talking about uh, people and what they're doing to provoke. That means that uh, our race got to be more conscious and don't be too quick because they always think that that's our trademark is too quick. Don't even give them a reason to think you know, and everything. So we got to go back to that yes, sir, Mr. Ling Dink type of style if that's what it's going to take for us to walk away from a situation and and, and uh, survive. And I am assuming that everybody know how that, that's supposed to be. Yes, sir, you know, uh, that type of two out of a situation now, this is what we're looking into until you can get into a, a, a position where you can really have justification and proof as to what has been happening, uh, what is going on. Because um, now, you know, they are not thinking, they're shooting it, and they lying later because they're not telling the truth about situations. They give you giving them a right. So my thing is don't be their target. You know, you got to walk softly and you got to be really how you, it's all in how you carry yourself because it's crazy out here. It's, it is. It's really sad. You turn the TV on every day. Now here in Phoenix, uh, uh, a lady was driving for speeding in the whole bit and uh, was reckless. And uh, when they went to try to help her, then she starts shooting. So that's that's a situation today that is still in development. But you know everybody's caring now, and you you know you don't know what they're taking, you don't know what they're smoking, and to tell you a lot of them heads ain't on straight, and then they have a right to carry a weapon, and it's it's gonna get real scary. This just the beginning. Thank you. Well, the problem I have, uh, Joyce, and everybody who's on the line is pushing somebody does not is a a very common way of getting somebody out of your space. And so the fact that this white man had female who had a child in her car, an infant in her car, uh, and walked up on her, the man uh, became aggressive because of his aggressiveness. And then when he got pushed to the ground, he decided that he was going to end the life of this black man even though the black man was nowhere near him when we talk about distance, once he pulled that gun out, the black man retreated or was taking steps to get away from him. And at that point, that's when he shot him, Andre. And so he Oh, that was on National News today. That was National News. Oh, that's the one that you had. I saw that. That, that, Oh, boy. And, And all this is in Florida, too. I don't know what's going on down there, but they need to change that law. Stand your ground, because that's just a license to kill. And, and, and Andre, if you, when a person is retreating, if that's not a reason not to shoot him, I don't know what is, but suddenly this man decided that after he got pushed down, he was going to fire his weapon. 
Well, marvelous Monday to everyone, and let me start off by saying thank you for all of the uh, birthday greetings and, and blessings and wishes. I, I truly appreciate it. I missed you all, and uh, uh, I have an appointment even now. I continue to celebrate, but I saw this topic, and, and it was uh, directly related to Florida, so I wanted to get on for at least a moment or two. And let me just say I agree 100% with all of you. Dee uh, laid it out well. Uh, James, you uh, positioned it such that we'll have an understanding. And, of course, Joyce is always um, thorough with um, input and recommendations even. But let me just um, take a moment to say a few things. First of all, unfortunately, this is nothing new. I say unfortunately because um, this has occurred um, in the past, it's occurring now, and uh, unfortunately, it will continue to um, uh, be handled like this just because of what we said, um, directions from the top leadership, um, both at the president level and even in the local level, where you have your governmental authorities uh, indicating what will be allowed and what will not be allowed. And James, uh, to answer your last part, to say you don't know what will, what it takes. Well, let me just help us who think that things should be logically done and legally done the way our thought process. I can't say it enough. With the change of our um, current administration, it's a, it's a game changer, which means the mindset is completely changed. Things that you thought was at least in order or something that you could kind of um, kind of respond to uh, anticipating what the reaction that's no longer valid uh let me just say that you don't have to have a reason to give someone to want to shoot you as you can see uh and and then get away with it you know our um uh, children our black men and women have been uh, murdered and i don't care if you have videos to show it or whatever the case may be in, in many instances it's still a way to to not necessarily be um justified in a way that we see it uh let me just share that what we have to do because we're always looking for actions and i know i mixed a lot of shows james so i don't know if you had a chance to bring that police officer on or a member of the police committee that uh, we had talked about a, a couple of weeks ago or not. I may have missed that, but let me just say that we, what we can do is we have to teach our people and that's young people as well as middle-aged and old. We have to have the courage and the strength, not to respond in the way that they're wanting us to, to. Uh, that's where it takes extra strength. I don't care what should be or shouldn't be. Get this through our minds. That's not the way it is anymore. So you want to stay safe another day. We talked about a topic on your show, James. It's been a while back, but you were asking us as females when um, we're accompanied by a gentleman out, and then we see that the conversation is going, you know, negative. Make sure that we as as, as women uh, protect our men in a way of they don't have to protect us in a way that they feel that they have to if it's going to cost them their life. I would rather us live another day so that we can fight it a different way, but I would want that person with me in opposed to uh, doing what we thought would be right and justifiable and be dead wrong. I don't want that. And let me just say um, – you know, I've had an instance, and it was just truly by grace of God here in Florida, 
my mother, whenever she travels with me, we do use the handicap uh, sticker to park in the handicap parking. Again, we're looking forward to her uh, 100th birthday in February. But um, I parked in um, a, a, a supermarket parking lot, was about to run in, but my mother just not as mobile as she used to be, so she sat in the car. So I had to hand the sticker there. Well, I was approached when I came out and saying, um, you shouldn't be parking there. You're not handicapped and that kind of stuff. But And I could have stopped and explained to them that the reason, hey, I didn't do it. Because you know what? I'm getting myself, my mother, and my sister was in with us at the time, out into a safe situation. I didn't have time to stand up there and explain it and didn't need to. My thing was to keep us safe and get us out. And that's what we have to always keep um mindful of. We may be right, but I don't want none of us to be dead right because you're exactly right. People are carrying weapons and they just itch, itching for an opportunity, justified or not, to use it. Yeah, and it is just clear that, again, they're not um, using the video was clear that this man separated himself from this white gentleman and his anger took him to the next level. And I believe, Kathy, it was his anger that made him accost this woman in the first place. He was just looking for a fight, and he started one with this woman and then ended up killing her boyfriend. And what I saw the boyfriend do was what is normal. Um, Audrey, I know that you and Joyce have said we have to kind of uh, be more reserved. But just think about coming out of the store with your four-year-old child and your infant in the car uh, with her mother and this man screaming at your girlfriend. I mean, I'm telling you, is, and that's why you gotta, you, you're saying that that's normal and whatever. I'm trying to say, and maybe I'm not articulating it well enough, Normal is no longer normal. See, that's, that's where I can't help to understand that we're in an environment or society now, normal as we knew it is no longer that. So what I'm saying is we have to be even stronger. It may not be fair, but we have to be even stronger to live another day. Uh, uh, let me let me try, Ms. Arden. Jane, can I, can I have a piece of that, please? Go ahead, R.D. Okay. Now, look, um, Miss Audrey laid this thing out perfectly, perfectly. And, and if that's not enough, if that's not enough to drive it home, let me add this insert to it. The fact of the matter is we're being hunted. You understand? See? That's right. We're being, we're being hunted. All right. Uh, if that's the case, and, and that needs that needs to be understood because we've been having this discussion now for two years plus. Okay, now for everything that Miss Audrey said needs to go, needs to go in a class on how to take this thing from here on out because she laid out the first part was it's a new mindset that's being accepted. Okay, okay by by white society. There's a new mindset that's attempting to be okay. Now, the problem is with me is that don't enough black people understand that. 
woman's face. Yes, that's a normal reaction. But Miss Audrey laid it out again when she says that now women have to understand that actually the game has changed, whereas they are strapped and you are not. That's okay? right. They're, they're strapped and you are not, and they have a new mindset to shoot you down, point blank. Yeah. So the best thing the best thing for us to do now is to have a new uh, uh, and, and a turn mindset. We got to teach our children to cut their damn hair. Because, uh, and I'm sorry that it has come to that, but we're talking about living another day. Because if Can you I? got your hair, that's right. If you if you all baggy down and, and you all so dressed out, then you number one target number one. Okay. And so, and if you all thug down and, and, and you like your smoke, your first reaction is to, to, to knock this C word out, to knock yeah. him out. But you got to understand, he's strapped. And you might be strapped too, but you got to rep. So you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't have yours readily available like he got his readily up. So right. we got to, we got to, we got to folks. The game has changed. And we, I can't put it no better than that. The game has changed. All you want to do now is to go home. Now, if you got to use your cell phone to get a better case, then that's what we need to learn how to do. But this thing is really serious. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. And you got to start asking questions. You got to start asking questions. Excuse me, uh, what is going on? That's all you had to say to try to get out of that situation as a brother. But he came in there knocking, and I, and I saw it, and I don't mean it. Like, get out of my woman's face, which was true. Nowadays, they have no respect for females. Never did anyway. But this now is bolder than ever. So females, we got to know how to how to handle ourselves also. And we st- we got to start out thinking them. And we can do that. We are smart in nature. That's why they're so afraid really of us. They're mm-hmm. afraid of us. They ain't afraid of no human race out there, no color but us blacks. We excel in mm-hmm. everything. And we mm-hmm. cannot be good at it. We're reasoning. So we got to start using our heads, a different approach. We got to flip it. They think mm-hmm. that you are so fired well, the problem up, is, you're so easy. The problem is, George, that you can see what happens is you can, we know that there are words and um, ways to provoke young black people. And that in that provoking, when you say, okay, if he used the N-word, we know that you can't knock somebody out and beat them to death just because they used the N-word. But you know traditionally that's what we want to do. And so here we are in a situation where I think that that man has justification. You, What man and what environment doesn't go to the aid of his, his woman when somebody's up in their face, and I mean, not, not he wasn't in a the
and uh, by accident he had ran. He, he had his family in the car with him. By accident he had ran over a pig, and the white guys and and stuff just treating him, disrespected him, and he had to in front of his wife, in front of his children, bend down. And here he is, way authority and that kind of stuff. But you know what? He did it. But I tell you what, by the end of the story. They came back, and that's what we have to do. So I answered, the, the, who's going to do that? That's why I said take that extra strength and, and courage because by nature you want to do it right then. But, yeah, the one that's going to end up living to tell the story, to, to get some help and do something uh, about it in, in other ways, that's going to be the one. And, and the it may not be fair, James, and you, might not it's, get, it's, you it's, can't understand it. You can't understand it. It may not be fair. Get fair. Uh, logic, uh, normal, all those stuff. No. You, by definition, start flipping it. <laughs> you can, you can understand it better, man. Well, certainly, I I recognize that there is what we call bad legislation, D. And certainly, you have another way to murder somebody is to provoke them to hit you. Or knock you to the ground, so that you can then decide you you can shoot them because that is, is just bad legislation. You know that there are things not only provoke black people, but white people as well. That if you you got a need to murder somebody, just find a way to provoke them to hit you or push you, and then you can shoot them. Well, Jane, I understand that's your argument. Your argument is to be in defense of the family because what has happened is uh, totally unjustifiable. Uh, there's no way to justify to justify this shoot, and I understand that. So, uh, now that being said, um, the churches, the churches in Florida, need to come together. To this family defense. They got to get busy. Because the family, I bet you anything that's worth, that the family can't afford a good enough lawyer to to overturn what that sheriff said. What that sheriff said. You're going to have to have a good lawyer to take this to the hill. For real. And I'm talking about the the Capitol Hill. Or to uh, to Supreme Court or something. To really get down into the real nitty-gritty of uh, this unlawful legislation that you're talking about. Hey, it ain't right. It ain't right. I'm telling you, we'll be a hundred. And, and that lawyer, yeah. whoever, whoever, whoever presents this case for them, needs to use those words. That African-Americans are being hunted. And, and we, need, the, we the, need... Go ahead. Uh, please go ahead. We need people to go like in the churches. When we was growing up, we I, I remember the guys coming in talking, and, and the minister would let them talk about what's going on and how we protect ourselves. You know, I was mm-hmm. small then, but I remember that. Don't you remember? That's what needs to sure, happen now. We need it. Well, it's they call them freedom riders or uh, uh, peace dudes or whatever. They we need all of that again. We need to identify who we are and come back and talk to our people. You're not going to learn it in the classroom because they're not going to teach it. And, and the only way they're going to know about it in the street is that you're going to have to hit them to it, but it's got to start in the church again. They need to start. They need to get busy, these ministers. They need to talk about 
you you know, when you're up there reading uh, the minutes and all that about what's going on, we need to talk or take some time. And that's what we need to preach about today, how to save our community and our young people because they are at risk. Because I remember these guys coming in the church, and the minister would let them speak. I mean it. You know, they had dashikis on and everything, and they would tell us that the older people, the, the, the older people and everything, how to listen, how to carry themselves in the whole bit. We need to bring that back because this is the only way that we're going to survive all this mess. Because your president, is, is he, he's stroking it up, and these people are going stone stupid. You got females out there shooting like guys in a car, police out there trying to help them, going the wrong way in the whole bit and had an accident when they went to try to help the chicken. She, she, but they think that was a, a drug deal. So, you know, I'll find that out later on on the news tonight. But this is, you know, this is crazy. We, 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 we need to do this. We need to come back together as a community and start helping our young people. Because they wearing those britches down there halfway, they ass and showing up, and with all this gold and shit in their mouth and all these dreadlocks, it's not going to work. They're going to be the first one to get killed out there. Presentation is everything. How you carry yourself means a lot. And when you open your mouth, make sure it makes some sense that comes out. They gotta learn and not with a lot of vulgar words. You, you know, you got to be on their level and above. You got to bring them down. Make them look pretty bad once you finish talking. It's not what you say, it's how you say it to deliver. We got to teach our young people that. And we can do it. And these young people got common sense. If they can work these computers and these phones up and down, they can learn how to survive. Survival of the fittest. We got to let them know that you are different. You are special. You've been hunted because you're that way. We got to let them know how much they mean. Well, when they step outside the house, they know they got to make it back. Because they're on a mission to help their people. That's where we are now. This is where we are. Excuse me. Thank you. I'm sorry, Dee. Uh, Kathy, I want to get you in on this. I mean, I just know that, Kathy, we have a segment of our population uh, that is just not going to allow uh, white men to get up into their face or get up in their children's face or get up into their their girlfriend's face. Well, then. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to say, but D, Andre, and Joyce, I mean, they said it all. So I have to stay in my lane. And my lane is that I totally agree with everything that they were saying. I was just telling my husband what the topic was. And we were just saying how that stand your, what is stand your ground law is, is pathetic. And just like with the NRA and everybody protesting against that, they need to be protesting against this as well. But, again, I'm staying in my lane, and they, I agree but, totally 100% you know, you know, with what you, they said. But you do know you have two young boys who, if a white man got up in your face, what would you think would be their first reaction? Well, um, if it, I don't think they would even think about it, the, the situation. I think that they would react. So, I mean, it, he wouldn't even have a – and I, I pray to God that we don't even get to that point, you know, as a family in a California, that that stuff don't start happening. And even though it's it's been happening and been going on for a while, I pray that it don't happen 
But I just believe in my heart that I mean that wouldn't be it wouldn't it would not turn out good. So I mean I know everybody. Yes it will, Kathy. Like yes it will. Because mm-hmm. you're gonna do role play and you're gonna talk to them and you're gonna do role play. What if? If this happened, well, what if? You gotta talk well, about that and do role play. And, and you know what? And we do talk about those situations, but. I mean, just being in a situation like that, I mean, uh, like we've talked about previously in the past about your reactions and how you don't really know how you will react when you come upon a situation like that. So that's why I'm saying that I pray to God that that never happens, that we don't even have to face anything like that because, I mean, I'm I'm saying right now that, Yes, we're going to role play. Yes, we're going to de-escalate the situation. I'm telling my kids that, but you know, um, I, I just can't. I mean, I can't. I can't just. Uh, uh, what's that word to say? Instinct. Yes, how they instinct gonna? Yeah, I know what you mean, Kat. I hear. Yeah, that that because that they, they instinct will not want to take over. Right. That they, my sons, my husband would not react. In a situation like that, I can't say that they will not, but I pray that it never happens like that. I pray that the Lord continues I to really, protect I us. Really need, I really need all of you to go watch that video. That has to be one of the worst videos that I've ever seen. Now, you know, we saw the one where the black gentleman got shot while he was in the car, and that was just, that was just unbelievable. But I want you to go see this one because this one has to be the closest to that one that I've ever seen. When you have a black man coming out of the store, he sees a white man yelling and accosting his wife. He has his four-year-old son with him and an infant child in the car. And he walks up to the white gentleman and he pushes him to the ground. And that created about five feet a sole space between them. That man immediately goes into his pocket. The black man is not aggressive. He's not, you know, like once sometimes people push you down and they start kicking and, and hitting you, that was all he did was push him. The man immediately took the, the uh, gun out of his pocket, pointed it, and did not even get back up and shot him from the ground in his chest. The man retreated and went into the store, telling you that that was, I want you to go to YouTube, and I don't know what you have to to Google uh, or uh, to search on, but you just, you find it, and I'm telling you, you can't see a more horrific murder in your life. That was the most horrific murder that I saw broad daylight and I believe because that man had a gun in his pocket, gave him the mentality that he wanted to go find somebody to get in an argument with. And knowing getting in an argument with African Americans, they're going to become aggressive. That was that was what he was planning on doing. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I have hesitated to go and watch the video because your description of it was so vivid. And uh, and and I'm sure in doing so, I will be probably be just as angry as you are. But uh, I want to say to Miss Kathy, um, like we've said here before, um, 
to prepare. You know, we always talk about being prepared and ready on this show. To prepare and ready, to be prepared, we we got to role play these things. It's just like on the draw training. It's just like if you are uh, trying to qualify for a job, <clears throat> for a job, and it, in order to get it right, you have to play it over and over and over again to get it right. And I've said here uh, almost years ago, uh, these things are happening, and it's coming to a town near you in some kind of way, fashion, or form. So, um, you know, and, and, and lastly, um, you know, it's hard to say how one would react. We know what the normal reaction is, is to take offense and to be defensive even physically when your family is being threatened. But when you tell me that this man come out the store with a five-year-old daughter, a child, and got a and got an infant child in the car. Well, that will kind of put the brakes on me a little bit. You know, I got to come out. I got to approach this thing a little bit different because actually, now for me, me being who I am, and I'm a very observant person. So I got to know that everybody except me, especially if they white in this town, especially in Florida. Now, come on, especially in Florida, they strap white folks are strapped. Uh, Trayvon Trayvon Martin was shot in Florida, so that's all started in Florida. And so Georgia, they, they, they Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, we are still ruby red statewide. That's right. You know you you know your state ruby red, then you got to know them folks trail. So right. in that, so we, got, so we got to approach it just a little bit different. It's just all in the approach. I'm sorry. Thank you. And, and since that day, there have been six states who have voted stand your ground. Be be on the lookout for that. That was recorded this morning on Good Morning America. Six other states since that Trayvon Martin has voted for the right to have stand your ground law. Now and that's stand just your ground. six other states, so that means it's growing. Huh. That's right. But it but it but it's based on uh, knowing the fact that. Uh, black people are reactive. They they react to emotion as, as opposed to ascertaining the situation. They will react, and so that's so with that, stand your ground has a lot of meat that will will hold up in court in, in that in that respect. And it's unbelievable. And, and you know, you know, Florida to being the state that it is, there's going to be even more people who follow that, but I'm just saying, if you do, all you're doing is telling your uh, your citizens under the right set of circumstances, we're going to let you just pull out your gun and shoot people, because that was truly an execution. There's no other way to describe it. It was a pure execution. I, I, I can dig it. I really can. I'm not surprised, but I'm going to watch it because I, I think I got the stomach to, to, to observe most, most things. But, you know, well, see, that's let, the me, case, let me just further, yeah. let me just further say this. When he pushed that man to the ground, he put so much space between him and the man that when the man took the gun out of his hand, out of his called no man's land, he was not close enough to to get to the man to try to get the gun and he was too far he was too he was too far away uh he wasn't far enough away 
to try to run. And so he was slowly backing up, and with his hands, uh, nowhere expected. He didn't have his hands in his pockets. He didn't have he, – he had his hands up. So if I got my hands up and you got a weapon on me, I don't have no tr- – I'm giving myself up because I ain't nothing I can do. I'm too far away from you to get to you before you shoot me, and then I can't run. And so the man had his hands up like, I give up, and he shot him in the chest, and that's when he retreated into the store. Well, you didn't get y'all churches together, man, and, and play that video for them. And, uh, and they need to take it to the street, for real. Because, uh, I mean, I'm not arguing with you because I, I know what the situation is. The situation is is that we are being hunted, and that's what the word is. Thank you. You can pick that up on Good Morning America, D2. You can go back on Good Morning America for today. It was on National News. On that's all good. MS, MSNBC and uh, CNN also carried it this morning also. National coverage is good. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's everywhere. I mean, they've shown it everywhere, and they got it the video. But I really want, and we, we'll just, once you all seen that video, I want you all to tell me if you ever seen anything close to as bad as that other than when the boy got shot in the car. And that was just, uh, I mean, it was just unreal. I, I mean, it was like, uh, I mean, I did not have, I didn't see anything um I'm not sure I wouldn't have acted the same way. If I was in love with a woman and some white man just all of a sudden is out there screaming and yelling at her about a parking space, uh, that I wouldn't have came in front of them. Maybe I wouldn't have shoved him so much as to, to put him on the ground. But how do we even know that just putting my hands on him wouldn't have been enough? The, the police officer or police chief, he was really out of bounds because – he already don't made a statement that the the shove was so vicious uh, that that was that man's only response that he could make. And for him to step out like that shows me he is just as racist as the man who shot that brother. I believe that man was but looking he, for a he, fight. He, he did not and take a racist one. approach, though. That, that police chief was not a that that was not a racist approach against the 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 the, the guy who got it was against uh, he saying that he disagreed with the stand your he would he don't think he would agree with standing your ground law in that situation but he cannot uh, make that call because it had to be turned over to a higher uh, authority as a matter of fact the the way that the story was reported on Good Morning America. The police chief was in favor of uh, 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 against uh, uh, you Daniel Brown in that situation. Again, he clearly said that he was not going to press charges against that man because he didn't see anything wrong. He said that that man was viciously, he used the word viciously, pushed to the ground. And using that term viciously means that you're, you're using an adjective to make it sound like it was. It was. He was in a, a death situation. That man was not in a death situation. He just got pushed to the ground. Now you know how many billion people be dead if you can push people to the ground and then they can come up and kill you. I mean, people get pushed to the ground all the time. So wives can get get in an argument with their husbands, let them push them to the ground and get out of gun and shoot it because he pushed you to the ground. 
that, now, that Sarah that also said that steals this wasn't somebody, that guy's first time doing what he did. Okay, but the story also revealed on Good Morning America, and I can only go by how they reported it. It indicated that the owner of the store came out and said that he'd had trouble with this guy trying to police the, the handicapped spot, that he that other people. So, and plus uh, the, the law authority had issues, had previous issues and complaints against the same guy as to controlling and having issues with that, with that, with the, um, uh, that that uh, parking space for handicap, and also that he have on other occasion threatened uh, with with his gun also. So they they did a in depth story today on that particular story on Good Morning America, and that's just how I I can only go by what I saw on the on how they reported it. MS MSNBC well, and Good Morning America are the same station. They about the same. Okay, company. well I'll go back and look at it as well because. I'm just going by what I the one I saw, and the videotape I saw just shows you the man being shot and then going back into the store. But you shouldn't get killed because you're silly enough to be parking in a handicapped spot. I mean, we got to find some kind of uh, from some kind of meaningful way to deal with issues other than saying you need to be executed because you ain't smart enough not to park in a handicapped spot. I agree 100% on that. I agree. You know, we just had the the black baseball player who took up two handicap spots, and they 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 beat down on him. So I'm saying, you know, you got people who do something that's wrong, but that don't mean you should get executed for it. That's true. That is true. I mean, that's that's why they have they can be able to write you a ticket and all that stuff. You know what I mean? You be able to, you need your day in court, and the day your day in court should not be be on the street. It should not be the court and jury on the street by one uh, person who carrying a gun like that. It's crazy. Your law got to change in Florida. There's something wrong with Florida down there with voting and everything else. It's ridiculous. Gina, uh, did you see the videotape? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. What what was your thought of it? I um I felt sad because I think we've discussed on on this program before um how 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 women would feel or what would we say to our our boyfriends if they tried to defend us or, or something like that. I, I know we had a, a similar conversation, and I said, let my boyfriend be called whatever he they want to call him, but I wouldn't want him to end up dead over foolery. This man could have, well, he did end up dead, but so could the girl had she jumped, tried to jump in front of him. That could have been a tragedy. And when looking at the the thing on online, the man was he pushed him, but he was turning to walk away. Mm-hmm. And when the guy pulled the gun out of his pocket to shoot him, it caught him in the chest. But the angle, the trajectory, had to have been from a side, a side, a sideways trajectory. Right. So therefore, he was not a threat. He 
the man's feelings were hurt, but in no way did he have a right to pull out a gun. He could have gotten back up and beat him down. But a gun? Since when has a gun become our our um, common method of solving problems? Alone. That's right. I mean that that to the point where where parents who get into little scuffles with each other at school, so they can just pull out a gun and start shooting. We're in the wild wild west now. Something has to give. Well, I'm gonna tell you that we had a, a man in Tampa, a police officer, a retired police officer, who shot a, another white man because he threw a bucket of popcorn in his face because he was telling the man to get off the the white sergeant or white, the former police chief, was telling him to get off the phone because they were getting ready to watch a movie. So I'm telling you, these people are carrying these weapons around, and they're just shooting people for the least little thing. I mean, ain't no way you can tell me that you felt like your life was threatened because somebody threw some popcorn in your face. But now, wasn't this man, hadn't this this man who, did he have authority to tell them where to park? <laughs> so he provoked it. He provoked yeah. this and and, and that's what I'm saying. Standing your ground says, I can go call somebody a nigger or get somebody black mad at me because I'm, I'm I'm skipping line. Hey, I skip line and you push me down, I can shoot you in your chest. Well, look, James. Also, it was premeditated. He had the gun. He had that gun for a reason. Mm-hmm. He went to this woman's car. He provoked a situation, which ended in death. Now, do I need to go and get my um my my attorney's license and come down there? And this girl, she she said, I need help. The girlfriend, I need help. Right. Well, let me let me ask you all. Let me ask all of you to do this. I really want you to go watch that video. And those of us watching on different uh, channels to see if they give some different insight. And let's come tomorrow and, and have a further discussion. Because this was crazy. I mean, I teach y'all to watch this because once you watch it, it is like what this man did, this black man did to me, was not out of line. And maybe I wouldn't have done it, and maybe, D, you wouldn't have done it, but we know that there are some people who are easily provoked uh, to either start screaming or pushing. And so... You know, though you might say you're going you gonna to train your kids and train your husband to react differently, I'm telling you, I, I, I've i never been in a position where no man, another man pushed on my wife. I ain't never been there. Okay? But I can tell now, you did he this, push when I was in South Carolina State. No. I mean, it was his girlfriend, and he don't have three or four babies with her. He went up to the car and, and told and her she was parked wrong. She was, she, she, she was out of the car, uh, uh, 
Regina, she was oh, on the sidewalk. Out of the car. So he was in her face. Oh, he was she in was her face. Oh. She, was, she was initially he was in, in her the car, face. but then she got out. Oh, okay, okay. He but let me just let me just butt. share this story with you. When I was twenty some years old, I was walking somebody I cared about, president of our student union, came up and hugged her and kissed her on the cheek. Mm. I, I left her and followed that Negro into the dormitory. I was basically took him in my room because I thought it was mine. I followed him into his dormitory room. And I told him if he ever kissed another girl that I'm walking with, I was going to beat him down. And I went into his room. So that's what oh. he could have pulled a gun out and shot me in my chest because I'm 6'6", six, six, and he's 5'6". And he don't violate his face putting his lips on my chick's jaw. Mm. That happens every you day. Better, Well, if you if and, you and, did and that did, now, you'd have been shot. When did that happen? A long time ago, you say. And when was that? Because his show wasn't in 2018 yet, right? I was 20 some <laughs> years old when it happened. But what I'm saying is, you better not violate these. I'm saying back then, what what made me mad was I'm six six, weighing 200 plus pounds, and I play football, and you wasn't scared to come up and kiss my girl on her cheek. I need. I had to walk. I ain't had no other choice but to walk that nigga in his. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Make you say bad words. I, I walked into <laughs> his room. I walked into his room <laughs> and I threatened him. <laughs> breathe, man. Breathe. Breathe, man. Breathe. He was supposed to be scared to do that. I'm just saying that it's normal. I know I don't see it before, so. Just the thought of it got him hot. Don't you go out that house tonight, James. Don't go out. And his name was Armstrong, and he's on the political. He's rich now, so you know he'd have me killed because he's one of those political Debaters, one of them Republicans up in Washington, D.C., uh, named Armstrong. And I can't remember his first name. Armstrong? Yeah, what's his name? What's his first name? Um, He's from Carolina. William, William, uh, not William. Uh-uh. No, you didn't go in his room. I followed him into his dormitory. Oh, my goodness. You know he that turncoat in D.C. now who always talk about, uh, do all those political points for the Republicans? Right, 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 right. Um, He has a radio program every morning. Yes. Every time I hear his oh. name, I remember that incident. Oh, wait till I see him. I'm going to grin at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came real close to getting knocked out. <laughs> oh, what is, um, is it is Williams? Uh, no, no. Armstrong Williams. Armstrong Williams, that's what it is. Armstrong Williams, that's who it is. Yeah. Regina, leave that alone. Regina, leave that alone. 
you don't want nobody reaching out hey. to you from the past, sweetie. Leave it alone. Let it walk. No matter come what may 